You are now tuned into Accelerate to Great Podcast with Nehemiah Davis, a podcast for aspiring and established entrepreneurs looking for their next level of greatness. Welcome back to another episode of Accelerate the Great. I'm your host, Nehemiah Davis, and I'm extremely excited to have you here once again. And this short form episode, I want to talk to you about becoming financially free and the misconception that, you know, becoming financially free had. A lot of people think financially free means being wealthy, right? Being rich, making six figures a year, making seven figures a year. No, but financially freedom has nothing to do with being being a millionaire, earning six figures. Financially free means being able to do what you want, when you want, and not necessarily having to worry about what it costs, right? And I'll give you an example to break this down. If you generate right now from working your job $4,000 a month, and your monthly bills is $2,000 a month. You're socking away that $2,000 a month. After a year, you probably, what, save 2,000 times 12? What's that, $24,000, right? But you're living below your means, but now you can do what you want. You could take that trip every year, maybe one or two trips a year. You could do things for your family, but you are living below your means. To me, that's financially free. There's a lot of people who may generate $100,000 a year, but if they're spending $101,000 a year, you are not financially free. The biggest issue that most people have is they start making more money and they start spending more money. So the idea is like, yo, man, I'm making $10,000 a month. I'm using this for example, right? And I'm spent now, yo, I'm making 10 grand and y'all just start making $10,000 a month, right? But now I'm spending 11000 you're not financially free. You're actually in a hole. You're operating at, at a deficit. So the name of the game is this. When you actually start generating more income, your lifestyle should remain the same. And I'll give you guys an example. I am generating more income than I've ever generated through my various businesses, through my various partnerships, but nothing has changed with me. I'm doing the same amount of traveling I've been doing, right? Um, I'm doing everything that I've been doing. I'm still frugal. I'm not buying clothes. I'm wearing the same clothes multiple times a week, right? Everything for the most part has remained the same in my lifestyle. But the idea is when you start making more money, like you want to go get more, like I want the Rolls, I want the Rolls Royce Wraith like now. It's $3,000 a month, y'all. I can afford the $3,000 a month. I have one business that I have a passive income business that generates me a minimum of $3,000 a month. I can take the $3,000 a month and go get my Rolls Royce rate. Go put the deposit, the down payment on my car and I'm going to ride away, ride, a, ride away in my rate and I'm going to be extremely happy. But I started thinking like, yo, what if I keep saving the $3,000 a month or what if I make the $3,000 a month grow into something? What if I buy a property? What if I get an event space? What if I start a different business? What if I get another partnership and take that same amount of funds that I was making and roll that into something different instead of me getting an asset? And that's oftentimes where a lot of us go wrong. And I ain't going to lie to y'all. I'm still probably going to get the rape. I ain't going to hold y'all. I ain't. That's a dream of mine. But. But I'm saying this, what if I just stay disciplined and I take the same 3000 and invest it in something else that's going to generate me more income, right? But the problem with a lot of us is, guys, we're not willing to do that, right? We start making the money. We like, yo, let us spend more money. So now that we spend more money, we find ourselves being in the same position that we've been in. And I'll give you guys an example. Listen to me. 
And I'm going to break this down from the top. For years, I was in debt. I'm talking about I was in debt. I was in credit card debt. I was in student loan debt. And I'm talking about years. It took me, I just paid all of my debt off. So meaning I have no bad debt. I'm, I don't owe student loans. I don't owe a credit card, nothing. I don't owe anybody a dime, nothing. Only thing I have is a car note, that, a car note that I pay every single month. Of course, my other bills but I don't have no bad debt where I'm like, yo, I got to go pay down on this in my revolving American Express bill because I got to pay that every month. But do you guys know how long it took me to get out of that bad debt? I'm talking about it took me years. I'm talking about it at least took me five to seven years to get myself out of that bad debt position. Took me years. I've been out of school for 10 years. I'm just paying my student loans off. I owe AES zero dollars, y'all. So what am I trying to say to you right now? I am technically financially free, meaning I could go anywhere I want. I could pretty much buy the things that I want, right? It, within reason, I could do a lot of the things I want right now. So I can operate with my life right now for the rest of my life and be very smooth. I don't have no, no credit card. That is just a lot of things I don't have. But let me tell you guys how I got in those positions. I got in those positions because I was trying to look good. I'm buying the $250 jeans, right? I'm going out to the club, not drinking, buying sections. I was spending a lot of time, energy, and effort trying to look good for other people that didn't necessarily matter. I was spending a lot of my money and my income on things that did not produce more income, which is totally foolish. So in this episode, I want to actually break down our finances together. And I want you to take the time to actually do this homework assignment because I think it could be very important for you. And um, I believe it could be helpful for you. So let's do this. First thing I want you guys to do. Right. And I'm not a financial advisor, but to me, it's simple. Right. I want you to take a moment and I want you to list down like all your bills, every bill that you have, every amount, all the money you spend a month, groceries, uh, gas, food, going out, clothes, your children's daycare. I want you to write down everything that you spend totally, total, your credit card bills, everything that you spend, your car note, your car lease, your insurance, your life insurance, write it all down. Now, next to the next to this list, this is what I want you to do. I want you to write down all the bills on that list is that are unnecessary. If a credit card bill on there, you know that can be eliminated. I'm not talking about you need your car note, you need your lease probably, you need your where you live at. I'm not talking about those fixed bills, but things that are variable bills such as cable. My brother was spending $300 a month on cable for the last three years. That's $10,000. To me, that's straight foolish. Why would I spend $300 a month on cable? It don't make sense. It ain't that much TV in the world. Eliminate that, right? Some people are spending money going out. I literally asked my friend Chris Davis, I'm like, bro, give me an estimate of how much money you spent on alcohol since we got out of college 10 years ago. He said, give or take, I spent about $100,000 on this. $100,000. $100,000. You know what I mean? Properties that is, $100,000 down payments that he could have got. He said, yeah, it's just $1,000 a month. I go out every single week. Minimum spend $250 a week in the club. I'm buying people drinks, all of this stuff. Do you know how that begins to add up over and over and over again? And again, I need you to know I'm not judging on this podcast because I jacked all of my crap up. So I need you to understand I'm, I'm telling you this. So either you don't jack your stuff up or so you can avoid being like me, mess your credit up, 
mess your credit up at an early age. Um, mess your credit up at an early age. Just buy foolish crap. I mess my crap up, y'all. And I don't want you guys to actually do what I did. So with that being said, what are the bills you can eliminate? And you may can't eliminate it now, but you may can focus on eliminating this in the next year, next two years, next three years, right? What can you eliminate? Ask yourself that. So we got everything that we uh, spend right now. Our second column is everything that we can possibly eliminate, right? For me, it was all the extra bills. It was the Chase bill. It was the Wells Fargo line of credit. It was this. And granted, y'all, debt is good. Good debt is good, but you got a second thing. Write this down. There's a difference in debts. You have good debt and you got bad debt. Any debt that is not helping me become better, any debt that isn't allowing me to make money on that debt, any debt that isn't moving me closer to my goal, I would personally consider that bad debt. Me personally. So for me, if I'm investing in my self-education, that's good debt for me because I'm going to learn and what I'm going to learn is going to pay back the debt, right? I enjoy leveraging my credit as much as I can since I have it, right? But the name of the game is you want to uh, you, you want to get rid of all bad debt. That's buying your clothes, buying shoes, getting caught up in buying a thousand, two thousand dollars worth of gifts for Christmas. Just a bunch of bull crap that can be eliminated. Going out splurging for Valentine's Day, all of these holidays that are designed to keep us further in the hole. Right. And think about this concept. Christmas comes around. You spend a thousand, two thousand, three thousand dollars on your kid. And really think about this right now. How many things right now that you purchased for your kids last Christmas or the year before that they're still using right now? The answer is none. And the only thing that they're still probably using right now is electronics, which is a PlayStation, a cell phone. They can't fit the clothes from three years ago. It's just certain things they're not using. Right. One of my brothers, I'm like, yo, why are you buying your kid two hundred dollar Burberry shoes in their in their three months, three months? That don't even make financial sense. So, y'all, we've been conditioned to look so fly, but we be broke. I was that guy. I'm talking about years ago, like eight years. I was going to the club. I was looking fresh. I was broke. No bread. Looking good, though. True religion jeans on. Rock Republic jeans on. You would have thought I was that guy. I was jacked up trying to look good, but not good. All right, let's go to our third column. Now, our third column is... How much money do we generate every single month? How much money do we generate every month? How much? Write it down. How much are we generating on our job? How much are we generating on our business? Like, I want you guys to write all of these things down. What are you generating on your job? What are you generating on your business? Get clear. And, and, and call this your financial overview. Most times, school will never... I had a conversation with my daughter today, right? And I don't mean to keep jumping around, but I'm like, hey, how was school today? Good, good. She said, I'm learning a lot. Cool. I said, yo, you learning about credit and debit? Nope. Hey, you learning about finances? Nope. Hey, you learning about business? Nope. Are you learning about debt? Nope. I was like, wow, school is literally teaching you nothing. It is designing you to go get jacked up so you can fall, fall into the system. And I want you guys to write this down. Um, one of my favorite quotes by Walt Disney, he said, observe what the masses do and do the opposite. Which means what everyone else is doing, you want to try to avoid doing that. You literally don't, you don't, just because everyone else is doing it, that don't mean you need to be doing it, right? Just because everyone else is 
getting in debt, just because everyone else is trying to be fancy, just because everyone else is trying to do this, that doesn't mean that you want to be following that path, right? So back to our financial picture, guys, on the third column, I want you to generate all the money you generate every single month, every little bit of money, everything, the whole financial picture. So our first column is all the money we spend every month. Our second column is all the money that we could possibly save if we eliminate these bills. And our third column is all the money that we generate right now from our job. However much money you generate every single month, how much is that? How much money is that every single month? And this is how we get our picture. Now, I want you to subtract the amount of money that you make every single month. Put up the amount of money. I make X amount a month. And I want you to put under it whatever you spend every month and subtract it. And that's the true amount of money that is being that are you that you are actually left over with every single month. That's the amount of money that you have to play with. And of course, this money, this the amount that you're looking at. It can increase, right? But guess what you got to do? You got to either, it's two ways to make this amount increase. There's a couple of things you could do to make this amount increase. One, you can start a business or you can start a service that's going to generate you more money. Or two, you could just eliminate the bad bills. But here's the problem, right? Here's where the issue come in at, right? And this is where my, here's where my issue came in at to play. I was the reason why it took me so long to get out of debt. I was making money, but I wasn't putting enough down on the debt. So interest rates like interest rates will kill you, y'all like interest rates will like I was for years at some point because I was never educated. I was paying a minimum payment on these things. So when you're paying a minimum payment, it will never decrease. Like the other day I looked at a bill, right? My Amex bill. They said, hey, if you pay the minimum payment, this will be paid off in it was like 23 years. I think my I think I owe my Amex bill like 20,000. They said, hey, if you pay the minimum payment, you can have this paid off in 23 years. Like what? So most people opt out to, yo, I'm going to pay the minimum payment. So your minimum payment is $47 a month. You're paying 50. So what's going to the actual principal is $3. So you're never becoming debt free. Like you're never, ever paying this thing off because you're paying the minimum payment. So what I started to do when I started generating more money, I started just paying it down quicker, paying it down quicker until I was just eliminating cards, eliminating cards. And then I vowed to myself, yo, I ain't getting back into bad debt again. I'm not getting back into bad debt. And people had the idea credit cards are good. Like sometimes people be like, yo, credit cards. No, credit cards are good. The thing is, people just don't know how to use them. Like I literally have seven. I have all these Amex cards. I literally got seven. Everyone, I got the platinum card. I don't even know the names of every card I got. I got the gold card, right? I had the, the American Express business card, right? I got another one, right? I got the new Simply Cash. I got literally about 10, 15 different credit cards, and most of them have zero balances, right? So it's not, it's how you operate with your credit card, but if we were never taught, leverage it, right? I'm going to buy a property on my credit card, 0% interest on one of my cards for 24 months. Is how are you leveraging these things? But the problem is we never leverage any of these things because we've never been taught how to leverage them. 
my event space. I fixed my event space up with a line of credit that was 0% interest. I fixed the event space up. I mean, I paid that loan back within a year. So I used the bank. So again, I'm going to say it again. If you're listening to me here, guys, on this podcast, I need you guys to understand leverage. I need you guys to understand uh, your financial picture. How much money are you spending? How much money are you making? And then to take it a step further, start asking yourself, what skill sets do you have that can start generating you income? What do you do that can generate you income? Is there anything that you like, yo, I could do X to make me income. Can you do hair? Right. What can you do? Like everyone has a specific skill set that they can be utilizing to generate them income. And this is going to help you become financially free. But don't look on social media. Don't look at all these people who look like they're doing their thing and you think they're doing making the six, seven, eight figures, which granted, probably they are. But I need you to understand you don't have to make that. Don't put your pressure on yourself to be like, yo, I got to make six figures. I got to make seven figures. No, just find get yourself debt free, bad debt free. Right. And then start making more money than you're earning and start allowing that money to actually grow for you. Right. Allow your money to grow for you. If your money isn't multiplying for you, if your money isn't multiplying for you, it should. So, again, that's how you become financially free, guys. It's simple. Spend less money than you make and start allowing your money to multiply for you. What can you do to allow your money to multiply for you? And here's another thing. Everybody here, if you're listening right now, if you have yourself a job right now, this is what I want you to do. I want you to reach out to a realtor. I want you to reach out to a realtor. Reach out to a realtor. Say, hey, I'm interested in buying my home. I'm interested in buying a multifamily home, which is a duplex or a triplex, uh, utilizing my FHA first time home buyers program. This program is designed for you to put 3.5% down on the house plus taxes, title, closing fees. And the sake of uh, easy math, let's hypothetically say 3.5% down on a $100,000 home is $3,500 plus tax, title, fees. Let's hypothetically say it goes up to seventy-five dollars to $8,000. You now put $8,000 down, you acquire yourself an asset. You are now going to rent the top floor, the bottom half of your house for $1,200. So now your mortgage on this house is $1,000. Now you are now making a positive $200 cash flow and you are now living for free. You are now one step closer to becoming financially free. You can get you a duplex. You can get you a triplex, right? So a lot of people are like, yo, I'm trying to get out of my job. I'm trying to like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get out of my job. Like I'm trying to, have you leveraged your job yet? Did you, you, did you use your FHA program 3.5% down while you're working your job right now? Are you working on paying your credit off? Uh, are you working on getting your credit in line because you only need a 580 credit score to, to uh, you only need a 580 credit score to even um, to qualify for this particular program. So, again, here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing. Most of us. Won't ever do much with this, won't ever do much because we just weren't told. Like literally, we weren't we weren't told about credit. We weren't ter- told about assets versus liabilities, right? We won't we weren't told about uh, good debt versus bad debt. We weren't weren't 
told to learn a high income skills. We weren't we weren't told any of these things. So it's not being told any of these things. Guess what end up happening? We end up going down the wrong path. Like, I know I'm not the only one here. If you're listening, who jacked up their credit before. I know I'm not the only one here who 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 uh, who just messed up a lot. And it took me years to get up out of it. So my number one objective here is just to share things with you that I wish someone would have told me and I wish I would have actually took it serious because I would have probably saved myself a whole lot of money and a whole lot of problems. So again, y'all, I hope you guys got a lot of value out of today's episode of Accelerate the Great. I'm going to keep offering you as much value as I possibly can offer you and I'm going to keep sharing with you ways to really grow and get to that next level. So With that being said, guys, make sure you have an incredible day and make sure you accelerate the great. Peace.